0: Welcome to the Unstoppable Real Estate Agents Podcast. I'm your host and real estate productivity expert, Kim Hughes. Join me as we focus on real strategies and implement real solutions designed for you to achieve major success in your business and life while getting you organized. Hi, everybody. It's Kim Hughes. And today I would like to talk with you about how you can finish strong in today's market in this last quarter so the last quarter you know everybody's trying to you know get get as many homes listed or sold and you're trying to beat that clock and everything but what i would like for you to do is just kind of take a step back for a minute and look at what you have accomplished this year so if if you're like me you're probably setting your goals in January I'm always looking at my goals for the next year in the last quarter of the previous year so right now I'm looking at what do I need to do now to, uh, to achieve the goals that I've set for myself for this year and how is that going to help me next year and then what goals do I need to start thinking about to put into place for next year So at the end, so what I always do is take the last week of December and I will sit down and it usually takes me a full day to do this is I've made my notes over the year of goals that I want to set for next year. I bring them all together. I sit it down and I get out my planner and I get out my notebook and I start writing out, you know, what did I accomplish and why didn't I, if I didn't accomplish it, why not? Um, is it because maybe I took a couple of vacations? Maybe I was sick. Maybe my parents needed me. Maybe my kids were moving into college and I had to spend the time getting all that done. Life happens. So, the first thing I want to say is give yourself permission to say, I did not achieve that goal because. And, you know, if it's a legitimate reason, then give yourself that grace, and then push it to for the next year. Now, if you were one of these people that just said, you know, I had goals, I got burned out, um, wasn't really motivated, and all of that, that's okay too, because you know, life happens, and we sometimes do have to take a step back and take a breath. But now what I want you to do is really kinda see how you can finish out this year, and be the strongest that you can be, But also think about how you can set up next year and achieve the goals that are realistic to you. Not somebody else's, but yours. Because everybody's gonna have different goals and how they're gonna reach them. And if you talk to other agents and you know, one agent says, oh, my goal is to sell 15 homes. Oh, my goal is to sell 30. Well, you know, that's their goal. But you have to look at your life and decide what you can do yourself because it's, you know, real estate is about buying and selling and helping your clients, but you also have to run a business. So you have to kind of think about what do I need to achieve or what goals do I need to set that I can achieve to build my business on the back end, meaning your database, your systems, your marketing, your um, you know your finances, and all of those things that go together. So in order to not get so overwhelmed by this, because a lot of people do, what I wanna do is give you about 10 tips that are gonna help you kinda of think about how you can finish out this last quarter and how that's gonna help you next year in the first quarter and going forward. So the first thing that we want to talk about is the momentum. So, you know, depending on, you know, the momentum that you've had this year, you may have been, you may have started the year strong and then kind of went, you know what, my kids are out for the summer. I'm going to enjoy being with them. I'm going to now travel because we can now do that after a couple of years. So, you know, you enjoyed your life. So that is momentum in your personal life. So that is a good thing because you have to make it balance. But one of the things that agents will do is look at, you know, okay, well, I said I was going to sell 15 homes in January. Here I am in October and I've sold 10. So what am I going to do to sell five homes between now and the end of the year? Well, only you can make that decision. I can tell you what you need to do, but you have to look at, am I going to do it? And two, how do I find the time to implement what I need to do to make it happen? So in other words, what steps do you have to take in order to make that goal an achievable goal? And then, you know, what if you don't finish, then okay, you didn't finish, you did 13 homes. Well, you know, that's three more than you had at the beginning of October. So that's kind of where I want you to think is, you set a goal, you haven't met that goal, so what do you need to do to finish it out in the next three months? Whether it's a number of homes you said you were gonna sell, the amount of commission you were going to make, um you know what else were you going to do you know so let's take a look at that because you can also tap in to your past clients and you can build on that so you know if you're not one that has been calling your past clients you need to get on the phone and do that october is a great month to be on the phone you can call your past clients and, you know, I always say the first thing you want to do is make sure you know what your script is or at least have a bullet list of what you want to say or accomplish during that phone call with that past client. So when you're talking to them, you could be talking about, oh, my client event is coming up. I just wanted to make sure I told you about it. You'll be getting a postcard or an email on it. Um, just want to see what, you know, um, how y'all are doing. Uh, what can I help you with? When is your birthday? Um, you know things that you need to put into your database. So most agents don't get the um, the birthday of their clients. So this is something that you can just pick up the phone. Everybody's going to give it to you. Um, so just make that a point that when you're talking to them, you get that information. That's a reason to pick up the phone. Is to say. I did not realize, you know, I was cleaning up my database. I realized I didn't have your birthday. I would love to be able to celebrate you on your birthday. Now, if you've listened to me, any of my speaking engagements, my, um, my um, other podcast or on a phone call, you will hear me say that every time because that's a crucial thing to have because it's something that you can do that makes everybody happy. So when you are looking at talking to these referrals, you want to talk about that. Wish them a happy holiday. Wish them, um, you know, whatever that may be that they're celebrating. Then go and follow them on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. Um, These are things that will help you build your business. And maybe by doing that, you will get a referral before the end of the year so i always say you know take a couple of hours a week call your past clients if you don't have a huge database of past clients you've only been in the business maybe two or three years and you've only maybe have 20 clients call them call those 20 clients check in with them how are things going anything i can do for you do you need a phone number for you know a handyman a painter a lawn service a you know I was talking about this just the other day that this is a great time that you could be putting together a list of vendors for the holidays. So I think it was my last podcast or the last two where I said, you know, people that put up Christmas lights, decorate the yards, um, put up Christmas trees, decorate the house pull all those people together, ask them to give you a discount for your clients and then pick up the phone and call your clients and say, Hey, I've got this great list of vendors. They will come and decorate your home or put up lights. You know, what do you need? What can I help you with? And that will start a conversation. Then you can go over your market stats and then you can kind of just ask them, Hey, you know, do you know anybody that I I need to talk to and help them buy and sell? Okay, very easy to go into that conversation. Now, as is, as in most in every industry, real estate is a um, very competitive one. So you need to make sure that you know what your competitors are doing. Doesn't mean you follow them, you know, and and copy what they're doing, but you do need to know what they're up to, you know, what are they doing so that you can go a little higher than that or set the bar higher for yourself and be that agent that everybody gravitates to. So one thing that you can do is also help you build your confidence and your, you know, your, um, you know, the way that your life is right now is to. Understand that if you finish strong in this last quarter, just think how that's going to make you feel. You're going to feel great. You're going to feel like, oh, I have accomplished this. Even though I had a tough year, I accomplished this. Even though I had a really busy year with my family, I was able to accomplish this. And even if you're not able to accomplish it, at least you attempted to accomplish it. So, you know, I always tell people that you don't need to beat yourself up because you didn't get it done. You need to look at what did you do To get it done even though you weren't able to finish it but the steps that you took to get to that point you may have to push it out you know and that's okay but don't push everything out just push what you can't finish push it out to another date just give it another date you've heard that before you know if you set a timeline on what you're gonna do and you miss it then just set another real realistic date okay and remember what do i have in my life that's going on that i need to look at so that i can set that realistic date and then another to me this is a confidence booster is getting your taxes together so if you started now in october and you have 3 months till the 1st of the year if you started just 1 hour a day or 1 hour a week couple of hours depending on how much tax stuff you have you focus on that you will have everything ready to go to your tax um you know your cpa whoever does your taxes probably by the end of january you know there's a lot of things you have to wait on but you could have the majority of it done by the first of the year so then when everything comes in in the month of january or even in february you might give it a couple of weeks you could get your stuff into your CPA, let's say the latest by the mid-February, have your taxes done and filed by the deadline. By doing that, you're avoiding your penalties, the interest, the frustration, the anxiety, and all that goes with it. So if you just started now, looking at your past bank statements, your credit card statements, and everything to do with your taxes, then when you get ready for the first of the year, your CPA is gonna love you, okay? And you're gonna love yourself because you, were, you took action on something that most people hate to do. I personally hate doing taxes. Um, my husband does all that for me, but I have to give him the, the information. So I always start this time of year reviewing everything and writing down my notes and giving him what he needs so that he can wrap it all up and give it to the CPA. We were those people that were doing, you know, extensions and, and, um, you know, pushing it and pushing it and pushing it. But then I think it was, you know, like one day I was like, why are we paying so much to the IRS? And my husband said, well, you know, because we had an extension, we got penalized and you know, it's a filtering effect. And I said, okay, we won't be doing that again. So now the goal is every year in October, we start preparing our taxes. And we have never had to file an extension since because I'm not willing to give them more money. Now, the other thing that you need to do is base your, your quarterly tax payment every year i mean every quarter so what you need to look at is what can i when you're looking at your finances and everything you need to put that to, on the paper it's what do i need to pay every quarter so i'm not hit with it at the end of you know in what march i'm not hit with this huge tax bill that i have to pay so you know if you made if you just made two or three thousand dollar payments every quarter you still may owe at the end of the year but you're not going to have to give them. $50,000 or $20,000 right so it's an easier number to work with plus it takes the anxiety and the pressure off you off of you and it gives you brain space so you're not thinking about it so those are some of the things that you could be looking at that to me if you could get just those things done by the end of the year I'm gonna pat you on the back and give you a high five because I think that's great so that's your tax planning so I'm gonna suggest that you start that now And then look at, um, let's see, this would be, what, number eight. So look at your networking opportunities. You know, you maybe you haven't been able to get into any, uh, you know, anything to network. Well, here's the last part of the year. A lot goes on in the last part of the year. You have parties, you have um, conferences, you have local... Um, meetings um, you know all things to do so find find what you enjoy and start networking okay now that could be you know a professional of course but you know when you do social networking that's even better because everybody is learning from each other so you know I always look at these you know you have these groups that are business to business groups Those are great to be in. A few years ago, you know, when I was first starting my business, I was in a networking group and that really introduced me to a lot of people I would have never met any other way. So look into that because sometimes these networking groups, it's only one Uh, one um, industry so if you're a real estate agent and they don't have one and you're in they won't bring in another one so now you can you can have everybody's attention but you want to meet the painters the home inspectors you want to meet the mortgage lenders you want to meet the landscapers the car dealership guy you know you want to get to know everybody in the industries that are in your community because those people are going to be able to bring you business if they don't do business with you one on one. So there is no reason why you should not be in a networking, you know, a group or create a group for yourself and invite other industries into it. Um, I think that's a great way to meet people, to meet people you've never met, right? And then we want to also look at our strategic planning. So what strategies and tactics that worked well for you this year you know what areas do you need improvement Um, you know this information can help you strategically plan for the upcoming year and you can see where your strengths were and where your weaknesses were and what you need to work on so one of the things that I'm I'm not really good at is my finances I've never been good at it, don't like doing it, so therefore I'm just, I always want to push it to the back table. My husband, who is phenomenal with numbers, loves finance, loves doing all of that stuff, he is my CFO. So anything to do with money, checkbooks, credit cards, <laughs> anything like that he gets it he gets to handle it and then we sit down once a month and go over everything so we both are aware of what's going on in the business as well in our personal life and all my questions are asked his questions are asked so that's a good thing that you can do to plan for next year and maybe go strong this year is sit down with your husband or your partner and go over the business finances and the personal and see where you need to make improvements. And if you make a list of where you need to make improvements, then pat yourself on the back for the things that you did accomplish and make a note of that because the way you did it, you can carry it over to the next year because you now you have a system, okay? Um, now, number 10 is the big one. It's the work-life balance. So, you know, it's great that we all are, you know, self-employed entrepreneurs and everything, but sometimes being an entrepreneur and a real estate agent is an entrepreneur, if you have never looked at yourself that way, Is we are everything we're the president the CEO the CFO the the team leader we're the office manager we're the um, administrative help you know we're everything in our business so what you need to look at is how can I take some of the things off of my plate in my work life that can free me up to have a more balanced life in my personal life okay Um, Wouldn't it be great that if you didn't have to come in and say, oh my gosh, I have a new listing, it's gonna take me five hours to get it marketed. When you can delegate that over to someone who can do it maybe even better than you, that's what they specialize in, that's what they're good at, let them do it. You um, You as an agent are, you're not a delegator. So what you need to learn how to do is delegate things that you don't enjoy, take up too much time, or you just don't do it well, you know, and find the person that's going to be that person that's going to do it better than you, but based on what you want done. I hope that made sense. And so when you do that, You can rely on that person to be invested into your business because it is an investment. So, like I tell every client we have, when you come on my, when you come on board and you have decided to work with us, we are now a team player. We are invested in your success. Okay. I work on the backside. I'm behind the scenes and I like it that way, but I love it when my clients come to me and say, Um, You know, because you made that social media, my social media so great or so consistent, and you have a lot of great information, I got a lead out of it. You know, they didn't have to do anything. I did all the work, but I'm excited for them to be able to see what it can do for them. Okay, because a lot of agents don't have, they don't want to make the time to be consistent in everything that they do in their business. So look at the things that you do not enjoy doing or not good at and delegate them to someone else. Okay. That will give you peace of mind to be your best in your business. Plus it will free up your time to be at home with your family and spend time with them and friends. Okay. So that's huge in my, in my world is there's got to be that balance. Sometimes, you know, when I first started my business, I was so focused on building it and I I had a need. It was like, um, if I didn't build this business, I was gonna have to go get a nine to five job. Period. You know, and I had three children. I didn't want to do that. So I knew I was good at. I knew I was good at what I did. I just had to tell the world about it. And here I am. You know, twenty four years later, I'm sitting here. But I'm not here because I did it on my own. I did it because I learned how to delegate and bring people onto my team that were good at what I needed them to be good at and then um, they are invested in my business and they help me succeed because when I succeed, they all succeed, right? So kind of look at it that way is you're not letting go. You're just trying to free up your time to focus on what you are really good at. So when you do, when you do start reflecting on this year, um, you know, there's some some major goals and ma- and metrics that I want you to kind of look at. I want you to kind of start gathering your data, you know. So looking at the data for the year, um, and then look at all of your transactions. Now, this is kind of a A way that it may not make sense, but when you're looking at your numbers, so you say, Well, my goal was to have X amount of dollars by the end of the year, then what did you have to do? What was that step by step system that you had to go through to get there? And when you did that, then what you want to look at is the performance, you know, so was it. Was it easy for you to get there or was it a difficult thing for you to do and why? You know, so you kind of have to look at that. Was it because you were distracted? Was it because you had too many clients? Was it because, you know, you just had too much going on? You know, what was that? So when you pull that data, then you start looking at the documents that you need like your financial records your marketing reports your transaction history you know all of that relevant information can help you pull that data together but also help you finish out the closing of a file you know so a lot of agents that close their own transactions really struggle with this because they don't want to do the paperwork They don't want to have to send all that paperwork to the brokerage. They don't want to have to do that green sheet. They don't want to have to do all that stuff because it takes time and that's not where they want to spend it. So again, by having everything organized and completed can give you such a peace of mind that it will help you drive the data. And then, you know, of course we talked about the, the financial performance. So again, we're going to access your income. I'm sorry, assess your income, your expensive uh, expenses and then the overall profitability for the year. So when you do that, you can analyze it by breaking down the revenue sources, you know, like your commissions, your referral fees, you know, if you have property, your rental income, etc. And then you're going to compare all of that to the previous year's results, okay? And then that's why you can set up your goals for the next year and then of course you're going to evaluate your sales and transactions Um, you're going to also assess the marketing and your lead generation which i think is huge Um, you know you've got to know where you're marketing Um, i just got off the phone with a mortgage lender And he was talking to me about, you know, my business is down, I'm not sure how I can, you know, what do I need to do because the interest rates are killing me, um, you know, that kind of thing. And so when I was asking him, well, what are you doing to market? Well, I don't really do any marketing. I'll call some people and all that. Okay, so there's your first problem is you're not putting, you're not reminding people where you are and what you're doing so you always need to be marketing you need a budget a budget for your marketing you should have direct marketing internet marketing um, referral marketing and business to business marketing seems like i'm forgetting one but those are the four major areas that you need to be always have those going always i don't care how good the industry is or how bad it is you have to set a budget And you have to make sure you use that marketing budget to market, okay? Huge for your business. So what you can do is examine the effectiveness from your marketing strategies from last year, or from this year, I should say. And then you've got the last quarter. So, okay, what have you done to market this year? What were the results of that marketing? How can you improve that marketing for the last quarter but also take you into the new year, and then you need to decide which marketing channels delivered the highest return of investment. So, if you're on Twitter, which is now known as X, and you're posting and posting and posting, and you're getting nothing from it, you don't need to be there. If you're um, not posting in the correct way, so keep that in mind. You know, if if a social media platform is not working for you, the first thing you have to look at is why. Why why does this not work for me when I know it can work and I hear other people saying it works? You have to understand what is it that you're doing or not doing that's not bringing you leads or interaction with people in your community. And then you have to evaluate what do I need to do and how much time do I need to put on my calendar and what's my budget? okay so I don't want people to think or agents to think that you can just do one type of marketing you have to do all of it doesn't mean you have to spend thousands of dollars doing it it just means you have to do a little bit in each area and then look at the analytics of that to decide what actually is working and what's not and if it's not working why is it your message consistency the wrong market what what's going on there um and then you know we also want to make sure that at the end of the year we have all of our customer feedback so this feedback is huge for you it is the biggest thing you can do for your business is get that feedback get the testimonials the reviews get them on your google profile facebook linkedin um website you know and use that Um, use the uh, feedback in your marketing okay so if you're not getting the 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 testimonials and the reviews the first thing you need to do is look at this year right now and go back to those clients and say love to get your review or your testimonial to move forward." you know to to use in your marketing materials because you need to know what they're if they were satisfied then once you get this year's done, then go start going back each year until you feel like, you know, I always say try to go back at least five years. Because when you're picking up the phone and you're calling somebody that you helped four years ago, may can't sound kind of funny, but when you call them and say, you know, hey, I, you know, um, helped you, you know, when we worked together and selling your home, you know, four years ago, do you, you know, I realized I never got Um, any feedback from you would love for you to give me some feedback because it's based on how I perform in my business. It's kind of a report card as well as, um, it helps me build my business on the internet. So if you start doing that, you know, that will, that's another reason to pick up the phone and call your past clients too. So, um, the other thing I want you to really focus on is your strengths, your weaknesses, the opportunities that you have, and then look at what threats do you have. So, you know, threats could be anything. Um, I'm not gonna go into that too deep because it could get off track, but you do need to identify any negative areas of your business and focus on that. And then, of course, as you're closing out this year, this last quarter, you need to be looking at this and setting your goals for next year, okay? What do you need to improve on For next year that you you see where you are this year what what areas did you did you not focus on that you should next year I hope this is helping because if you are focusing on the last quarter of closing out this year and then you're at the same time looking at that and saying I can do it better next year and this is what I'm gonna do so if you said well I sent out three postcards to a farm area of a hundred people and I got nothing Okay, why did you not get anything? Is it the message that you delivered? It was, was it the, uh, the design? Was it, um, maybe you didn't send out enough postcards. You know, in our, in our world, we have to keep reminding people. And you know, one of the things that Gary Keller says in his book, The Millionaire Agent from years ago, and it still stands true today, is you have to do it, you have to be consistent. And he recommended eight postcards. I recommend 10 just because I know. And you have to be consistent so that people start realizing, I'm going to get a postcard. Oh, I know who that is. Oh, I recognize that branding, that kind of thing. So what I really want you to do in closing is to really Focus on how can you finish out this year within the next three months knowing you have a couple of holidays, it's a busy season, but you know what? The busier people are, the more motivated they are. So start reaching out and deciding how you're going to finish out this year and make an action plan of what you're going to do. And if that means that you have to know day by day what you're gonna do, then you write it down on your calendar day by day. Set reminders, share that with someone so they can hold you accountable. Now, when you're looking at next year's goals, look at what you're doing now and say at the end of next year in October, I don't want to have to do this, so this is what I'm going to be doing all year long to make sure that at the last minute, I'm not hustling, trying to get everything accomplished. Right? So, you know, real estate is a dynamic market. I mean, it is one that, you know, we could wake up one morning and everything is rosy. The next morning it could be, oh my gosh, the the sky is going to fall in on us. So it's an emotional roller coaster in the real estate industry, but what can help you the most is for you to stay focused on what you want to accomplish, how you want to accomplish it, and the deadlines of what you want to accomplish. And when you do that, your whole life will be so much better because you now have that in front of you and you have to write out, what do I need to do to make that happen? You know, what steps do you need to do? So I hope this podcast was helpful and I hope it kind of gets you excited about finishing out the year um, and accomplishing everything that you set out to do, or if not, maybe not everything, but at least, you know, if you have a list of five things, maybe get two things, you know, uh, accomplished by the end of the year. So always look at that as you're working on your goals and always remember to be realistic with them so if you need any help in this area of finishing out how do i do that i don't know how to do you know to set the goals for the last three months because i'm so overwhelmed um, reach out to us we're happy to help you do that we're ha- also happy to help you set up the goals for next year because every agent is going to be different Every agent has the same goal, it's just how do they achieve that goal is going to be what's different. So we have to map it out for you because of the way you think, the way your brain works, the, um, the drive that you have, you know, your lifestyle, and your market area. So it, it, it's not just, oh, I want to sell 10 homes next year and all I have to do is pick up the phone. It's I have to look at all of this other stuff to make that happen. So, I hope you walk away with a lot of information, a lot of tips that will help you. If not, reach out to us. We're happy to talk to you, and we will see you next week. Thanks so much. Bye.